Yerase. A fresh perspective on all things spiritual, self-care, and wellness. Intentionally keeping things clear, simple, and easy to follow as you cultivate your personal power. My wish is for you to empower yourself, experience your divinity, restore your spirit, and create more magic in your life. It's 2-2-2 as I'm recording, so this is for sure a sign. Today we're talking about tattoos, and I have been in the mood to deeply cleanse my body inside and out. A few nights ago, I had a profound meditation session before bed, and I saw the tattoos on my body start to glow and speak to me because I was asking God, you know, I just want to be myself. I want to feel like me, show me what, what I need to do next in terms of this cleansing and my tattoo started to glow. Then I had a tour of how each tattoo, where it was placed, was an energy that I bound to my body and it, how each tattoo created massive change and experiences that came afterwards. I felt this deep sense of relief because I, because I had this realization of like, why, why couldn't I figure this out? Oh, I just couldn't see. I couldn't see that it was because of a tattoo. So I will share how I neutralized the energy and what I had done and what had come after towards the end of the episode. While you listen, I want you to pay attention to your life before and after if you have received a tattoo, what themes of your life have tended to to show up after getting them. Maybe there are certain themes in your life that are coming up if you're thinking about getting another tattoo or what you're wanting to experience after getting another tattoo. Maybe you don't have any and you're wanting some. So this is just to give you a spiritual insight of what tattooing means. And people get them for various reasons, whether it's to cover up something like a birthmark or maybe they had breast cancer and they want to, you know, have like nipples and areolas tattooed on doing some 3D stuff or maybe they want to make some kind of change in their life, you know, on the journey they're on or want to honor a loved one that's been born or has passed away. People have their reasons and God showed me that receiving a tattoo is a catalyst that will literally be a bridge between the spiritual and physical world and the symbol is charged it's a portal it can become a womb or a tomb or a wound a wound a tomb or a womb excuse me that's what i saw it can it can create like certain things that like you really need to like tend to or it can be things that you close you know ending chapters or need to like dead or it can be a womb where you're growing new things and experiencing stuff in ways that benefit you. So either way, there are various cycles of death and rebirth that occur because of the symbol that you put on you. And a tattoo essentially is like the ink of a contract that weaves your mind, body, and spirit into various outward manifestations um, because of what you've decided as a spirit to experience as a human on earth. And this kind of art you know, the ink 
etching it into your skin, summoning and binding energies is very supernatural. And I think that a lot of people just think that it's like, oh, it's just like a tattoo gun or, you know, a poke and stick type tattoo thing, but it's, it's way more than that. And I do think that, I don't know, it might say something in the Bible of like, you know, not getting tattoos on your bodies or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. It's because it's like, it's summoning things that, um, are otherworldly that you may not know how to handle. So tattooing is a sacred art form and you can find it throughout history and shamanism and magic and mysticism all the way to like the different wars that have occurred it's ways to show you know promoting a rite of passage or to promote healing or for self-transformation and the visions I was having was showing me that people with tattoos literally embody the energy of that symbol that's in their skin it's like a spiritual or energetic birthmark, a print, you know, like imprinting. If you've seen that movie, uh, Twilight, where uh, Edward and Bella's kid, I forgot her name. It was like the most ridiculous, funny name, looked at Jacob and um, they just did that like weird thing where they imprinted and that's like, that's now her wolf and that's now his person. Um, it's like that where it's just like, okay, we're bound. Um But yeah, it's basically creating a space for some kind of inner archetype to come forward, whether it's to protect you or to bring in a new energy. And the value is so, it it penetrates deeper than your actual skin because it takes on the vibration and the intention and uh, all of the, all of the things that you had felt like leading up to it or hoping it's going to give you after, um, it's just in there. And also your tattooist, like whoever's doing your tattoo, it's like important for you to really feel connected to their work because it goes beyond, um, beyond you bringing that energy in. They're the ones that are channeling that energy through, you know, it's not like, it's not just something to do just to do or because it looks pretty or besides you want to like do something to go against your parents or society or what have you, whether it's drawing blood burning things into your skin, uh, branding, cutting, cutting stuff, scarification, all of that, that is a form of, um, this kind of sacred art. And it reveals messages that our spirit is wanting to share with us, but also that we want to experience on this planet, whether we're aware of it or not. And where you choose to put your tattoo is significant because there are certain places on the body that take in, um, It just takes in a lot of energy, like your face, for example, everyone's seeing your face. So people are throwing pictures there all the time. So if you have a tattoo, it's pushing an energy out, but also calling an energy in versus somewhere that's a bit more private or maybe doesn't run as much. We also have our energy centers known as the chakras. There are all these different acupressure points and um, meridians if you're into uh, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, or maybe you're into body work or esthetician work. And, you know, you, you can, there are certain points you push on the body in order for things and energies to move through. And your, your skin is actually a big, it's your number one level of protection. So deciding where you put this tattoo, right? Like on your back, like, let's say you want to feel protected. You have a cross on your back or you have an eye or something like that. It's like, being intentional about where you place it because your skin's already protecting you from 
the outside world literally or else you'd just be muscle and skin and like everything would get to you so it's it's adding an additional level of protection and yeah it's a sensitive organ like I know I have a tattoo close to my rib closest to my heart and I did that intentionally that's where I have my cross and I'm like okay lol at me like loving Jesus Christ and losing my jewelry and just wanting to always feel protected and connected and lol at me being a spiritual teacher and loving the energy of working with this vibration in readings in healings in all the work that I do I'm like oh my god it makes sense but also that whole like suffering for other people or feeling like the community you grew up in doesn't understand you and finding community in others like there was just so much stuff that I was like dang um I also saw that the aura right like your aura there's various subtle bodies throughout the aura so you have your mental body your spiritual body your emotional body physical body these tattoos permeate and pierce through each of those and changes the vibration of your aura as well I saw that the thing that made me the most shocked was to see the the tattoo I have for my grandmother who I've talked about in previous episodes. She was murdered and I was so upset. I was so hurt. I couldn't go. Even, even the drama that ensued after her improper burial, there was just so much I was like in shock about and I needed to do something to honor her and to remind myself that although I do love her I will never ever put myself in a situation where where she just was like she was so selfless and it was almost um to a fault and it just served as a reminder that everything that I do is in to empower myself I'm like, I wish my grandma was here to travel as much as I did or to see my place or to see my accomplishments. I got to go visit her after graduating college, university. She never had the opportunity to be educated and stuff like that. So there's so much that I've overcome in a generation. And I was like, I'm going to take her with me wherever I go. Not realizing that I've tethered her into this world when she wasn't supposed to be here like she did not fully transition and was a bit earthbound and I felt her around and she was sharing my energetic space and literally I kid you not less than a month after I got this tattoo I was rear-ended and I've talked about that in previous episodes as well by some 80 something year old woman and I saw these like beings and it looked like it was like you know when you smash toy cars into each other like that And that's when the spiritual world tethered my grandmother into this tattoo around me. That's when I started having all of these very otherworldly and creepy experiences of of death and stuff. And I had to do the most shadow work over the last, since 2017, since 2018, because of what happened to her. And it just rocked my world. And I was like, all right. I'm in therapy, I'm doing my my passion instead of doing things to be the best, the number one, the perfect example of what a first generation, I was like the model person, right? And I was like, fuck this, this is not what I want to be doing. And turning my life upside down, inside out, all around, like dumping boyfriends, 
like being like, I don't need you. I'm doing my, like all kinds of stuff was just like, I just got triggered. My personality changed after this traumatic experience of not only her death, but the accident. And I felt like I wasn't myself. I felt less bold. I felt timid. I felt less vocal and uncommitted to just pursuing one thing. I wanted to be inside more. I didn't feel like I was at home ever anywhere. And my transmediumship exploded. I wasn't able to handle my normal gifts, which was usually full of beauty and light and love and color. Like I know what my gifts were like when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, when I was a young adult. And then when all this stuff happened, it was just like, oh man, things were darker sleep world got scary. I would see a lot of the shadow in other people and also in the real world. I was able to go deep into the parts where the light never shined upon it. And I felt like I didn't want to share as much because I was in constant conversation with things people didn't have an understanding of. And I understood why my grandma loved to pray. I understood why she she felt like if she didn't connect to God, she couldn't really, she wouldn't be happy in like the day-to-day stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, my grandma and I have been sharing my body. We have been sharing my body. And I was like, I felt so guilty. I felt so bad. I didn't know I did this. I thought I did this because I loved her and I wanted to to show her I respected her and I missed her. And I'm sorry for everything that happened. And I knew she could see that I, everything that she wasn't able to see that I was trying to communicate that got thwarted by her idiot children. That Honestly, I was like, you're her kids and you're not even going as hard for her as I am as her first granddaughter, you know? So I had all this energy that clouded my vision of basically tethering her to me this entire time. And I felt so bad and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, God. I'm so sorry, grandma. Like, I want you to be free. I free you. And I literally felt this, it felt like a cloud evaporating out of my bubble and then I took a deep breath in and I was like (gasps) and I could feel my spirit that was waiting for me to inhale her back into my body and I feel like me again (laughs) I'm like do you hear it in my voice do you hear it in the not being as I mean I am jokey but just getting straight to the point instead of being like da 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 yeah, I don't know if I want to like share all this information because I don't know, like being worried that whoever listened to it might do something that's not good and not wanting to be responsible. Like there's all these things that I'm like, grandma, that's you. That's not me. And honestly, for the last few days, I've been feeling like my normal self. And so I, okay, I, there's another part I need to get to, but, um, I literally also saw that there was a a picture of women, right? Like me as a woman that still gets her period. The moon is a portal, right? So it opens and closes throughout this 28-day cycle. We're on a 28-day cycle. And for those that go through PMDD or PMS or have any other personality or emotional shift, um, every like two weeks or a week up to your period and you know you feel like you're not yourself, first of all, you're a spiritual medium and it's more than likely that you're channeling the women in your ancestral line that are living through you, especially if you have a tattoo and especially if you have a grandma or a mom in the spirit world. 
You may act or want or crave things that are unlike you. Like when I have PMS, when I had PMS, because I did not have it this time. And I'm telling y'all over the last few years, I'm like, I never had cramps. I never had PMS. I just get my period and it would be done. I was always normal. I felt happy. I could do regular things since this accident, since I got this tattoo. It's been unique each time. And so I realized, I'm like, is this why I want to be a mom? I've talked about it in these episodes where I'm like, I just want a husband. I just want to have babies. I just want to be my mom, my best mommy self and like love and clean the house and cook the food and take care of people. And I want to be so in love with my man and have him be so in love with me. And if you know me in real life, I don't talk about the shit like this usually. It is unlike me. I'm like, where are we traveling to? How do I get the hell up out of this country? I talk about how I'm deleting my YouTube channel and not wanting to do like all kinds of stuff like that. So what I, I realized, I'm like, this is what my grandma wanted for herself. This is what my mom wanted for herself. And this is also what they want for me, which is not what I want. What I want for me is freedom to be anywhere in the world doing what I love with who I love whenever I wish and collecting experiences and focusing on my education and self-development. And if all that stuff falls into place, that's just an added bonus. That is not my purpose. I don't wish for people to love me or to have someone's kids or to do any of that. I feel like it's an honor for someone to, for me to love someone enough to want to do that. So I'm like, can you go that deep? And if you can, then let's do this shit. I'm all, but you may be tired. You may be sleepy. You know, it's not like you to feel this way and you know, it's not you, but you think it's you and you're blaming it on your period and you're blaming it on your hormones because that's what the media or the doctors or whatever tell you. LOL. Guess the fuck again. Check your tattoo. I got interrupted, but it's not a coincidence. And so what I was talking about was, um, my grandmother and feeling the spiritual weight of her and her gifts in addition to me and my gifts and feeling kind of bad and guilty that I that I did this and I thought I was doing it coming from like a loving place which it was but I didn't understand the implication of because she had passed away that I was tethering her to the earth plane. I like bounded her onto this planet when I just wanted her to be free. I'm going to create a different episode for ancestors, but me personally, my ancestors, a lot of them like perished in war. They were very young. Um, A lot of them were killed or murdered or what have you, which is, you know, fucked up. Um, Those that have those that have passed away that I learned about in stories and knew through photographs and would see as a kid in visions and like ask my mom, who's this person? Like, oh, I saw them before, da da da. Um, those are like my favorite people to just like check in with. So when I, when I contact my ancestors, it's not to ask them for money. It's not to ask them to help me find um, uh, the love of my life or anything of that, like the earthly nature. It's just to show them, hey, I am your niece. I'm your granddaughter. I'm your great, great, great granddaughter. This is my name. I live in this city. This is the kind of work that I do. I'm educated. I feel free. Um, I get to make these choices. This is the internet. This is how I like to 
spend my time. Who are you? Like, what did you do during your lifetime? So, can, is there anything that I've been thinking about or feeling about that I get from you? So it's like to learn more about who these people were and bridging those gaps of like how I am an expression or something of them. And like, it's so cool to be able to, to have these kinds of relationships with, with my ancestors. And it's kind of sad, but I feel more close to my dead relatives than the ones that are living because they don't talk or they're not as open or they just have too much shit in their, in their space to, to be able to really be themselves. And the spirits are more free because they're just like, oh, you know, they've transcended all of this stuff. So my ancestors are there as a support to give me love, to give me guidance, to give me access to my deep, 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 deep ancestral like power and to understand that what I've been given is a gift and that it's normal and it runs in our family and it's no coincidence. And if I want to use it, I can, but it's also, when it comes to like overwhelm and stuff like that, like scary things, like they'll just come up and protect me, not let me know I'm safe. So it's stuff like that. And the fact that I felt like I was making my grandma work made me feel guilty. And then I saw, I was like, oh my God, guilt is one of the things that I have worked on so hard because I feel, I just, that's something I was given by my mom. It's something I was given by, that was given to her by her grandma, by her mom. And stuff, and I don't want to feel guilty for living my life. You know, I don't want to feel that. And I, I was like, okay, I don't feel guilty that I did this. I did this out of love. I'm sorry, you're free. And I could feel her leave. And I asked God to neutralize the symbols on my spiritual body because I don't want them imprinted on me because I did not know that that is what I did. So on a spiritual level, in my energetic body, I saw all of the markings dissolve. And I have fresh new skin. Although I do still have my tattoos, they're not charged anymore. This is what I did to get rid of my Reiki attunement, y'all. How do you, how do you, like, how do you do that? How do you get rid of, you go to God, baby. You go to God. That's what I've done. And I don't feel the need to laser this off because I don't want it to scar or to, you know, go over the, the shit that I like, I don't know. I just feel as though I'm not going to do that. It's going to serve as a reminder of my choices to get them and the experiences that I had by opening these portals and to, to be more mindful of what I choose to tattoo the next time if I wish to, which I do think I do want to, but oh man, it's going to be ease and flow and happiness and, you know, love and sunshine, blah, 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 like all, all kinds of stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I started getting nosy, looking at various cultures of the world and the information that people were bringing through the cultural and ancestral lines. So let's say some, some culture in the South Pacific, for example, if everybody stopped tattooing then all of that information that kept coming through these people onto the earth plane, like that, that spiritual information would be gone from our planet. And I was like, damn, that's why people are preserving um, these like ancient practices and these ancient arts. And these tattoo artists are channels. They're literally spiritually attuned to the energy that they're bringing in through their hand, through the markings. It's sacred work. And they can tell if someone needs to talk 
or not talk or what have you. And it's, I was like, oh my gosh, I remembered I wanted to be a tattoo artist when I was like 17 years old. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Something felt funky about like doing that to people's skin and realize that no matter what I do, my work is spiritual in nature, regardless of how like it manifests, because that's just what I am here to do. And I think that a lot of people, if we were to understand that, we'd be more mindful about what it is that we did and what it is that we put on our bodies. And because tattoos are like less taboo, those who wish to get one sometimes don't recognize how significant the imprinting of a permanent charm into and onto their body is. So like when people are saying like white people don't do this, it's not because they're trying to be racist to you as a white person, which is not even a thing. It's because of the cultural significance and your body and maybe ancestry or energy not being able to handle that. Like I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. People doing like Polynesian symbols, Hindu symbols and shit like that. It's like, why? Like, why did you do this? Egyptian symbols. Oh, I got to tell you all this story really quickly. Um, A few months ago, I went to lunch with a friend and we sat at this table next to this this group of people and I just felt really dark, negative, heavy vibrations. It felt like I put up a brick wall because I didn't want to be next to this man. And I was like, I don't really get strong reactions to people I don't know like this, but something in me was just like repelled. And at some point when my friend got up to go to the bathroom, I like turn over to the left to like look at them and I see his hand and he legit has like 666 on his fingers and like the devil head and all these things, like all kinds of like Satanist stuff. And he's on the side where I have my cross for Jesus. And I was like, LOL right now. (laughs) I'm like, this is literally why I felt like this big, this big protection, like right next to me. And I was like, oh, my, my tattoo is literally, it's hiding, but it's repelling this thing. And then I was like scared because I was like, why would you put that on your body, on your hand? Like you're creating a lot of dark energy in your life. Like he just felt really heavy and dense as if, he went beyond like like if the earth could implode into herself that's what it felt like his energy was was just like dark and just like pulling negative things in and then I was like oh well I don't know too much about like satanism and stuff like that so I shouldn't judge and after that realization he looked at me I looked at him and then within like a minute of my friend coming back from the bathroom they all got up and left and I was like bye see you literally never so yeah I was like wow wow we just coexisted here for a second with our charms up blocking each other like I'm pretty sure he could not stand me either you know so where you choose your tattoos to be housed is also significant in nature the skin is the largest organ of the body you know what I mean And uh, I already talked about this before, but like there are various locations that run or release more energy than others. Earlier, I talked about the face. He had his stuff on his hand. You use that to shake hands with people, your right hand. So you're transferring that energy over to someone. I wouldn't shake hands with you if you had a crazy tattoo like that personally. And it's not on no judgy shit, but it's like I probably just wouldn't want to shake your hand because it was there. And so this permeation of the various layers of your body and um, 
you know it literally becomes a portal and it's it it makes certain people attracted or repel to you yesterday i um i tried to make friends and i really like these ladies and i was telling them like you know i'm kind of slow to warm up but we got along marvelously and there was a point where one of them was like yeah it's like hard to figure you out and I kind of love when people say that because I'm like I'm a very multi-layered individual I'm simple but very complex very multi-layered and some people don't know how to like react to that and in my head I'm like okay cool like, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm calm with that. I'm not going to overly explain or what have you. But it was nice to be able to get that feedback. And in terms of invoking energy, I'm like, hmm, what kind of, what kind of uh, energy do I want to channel or bring through? What kind, of, what kind of vibration am I trying to, like, what's my intention with, with even meeting with these people and them meeting with me and us, like, collaborating with each other? And it was nice to see different symbols and ideologies and differences and wills and strengths and stuff like that and I'm like I wonder if they have tattoos because it feels like they may (laughs) and in my head I'm like oh my gosh don't don't go sharing your visions now it's like day day one and a half um save this for another time because I like to go deep but yeah anyway going back to the point you can invoke god goddess an archetype that you want to be or you can create things to be able to have like balance in your life harmony to to integrate your shadow with your light and uh, be a release of you know unexpressed potential or emotions and there's something about tattoo medicine as well like there's plant medicine and there's tattoo medicine and I kind of think it would be interesting to mix well I don't know how how it would work but for example, with like cannabis, herb, ganja, marijuana, if there was ink that was made from that, I believe that is a very spiritual uh, plant. I personally don't use it myself. I respect it. And I feel like whenever I come into contact with it or had in the past, it's always made me understand the world, God, myself, more like I have my spiritual experiences if you know what I do in person it's kind of incredible but when I do this stuff it enhances it to a different level that is just way too much for me (laughs) like and I cannot control how long it lasts so my stuff is like I can read for you for 15 30 45 60 minutes or more but if I want to get out of it I can but when I'm taking something like herbal I have to wait until it's done with me you know what I mean so even with my visions from God I don't ask to be shown them God shows me them when he wants it doesn't matter where I am I get full body chills I'm like oh my god it's like it's like the most wonderful, overwhelming feeling. It's a healing. And when it happens, it just comes when it does. And so you don't know how long that's going to last. But you can feel when it starts, when you're in it, and when you're done. And 
I like feeling that kind of like it's starting, okay, it's happening, okay, it's done. But yeah, I, I can't control the duration and the plant has to be done with me. Maybe I'm just too, too controlling. But essentially, tattoo is medicine and I feel like it would be very powerful to blend the ink that you put into your skin with some kind of thing like that. So it can represent a return to wholeness, a shift in consciousness and encourages your true true essence of like why you're here on this planet you know and it's very sacred it's very mystical it's very spiritual it can it can help you to reveal yourself to you it's like self-revelation and um, you're etching new stories into your soul into your experiences so I just feel like a lot of this is very uh very powerful information. If I could go back in time, honestly, I probably would have never gotten any tattoos. And whenever I see someone that doesn't have ink, I'm like, oh my God, you're a virgin. And I tell them to stay pure because they usually say, I want one. I'm like, no, keep yourself pure. Um, unless they're truly intentional about what it is that they're seeking to make permanent, I just don't think that it should be something you just do casually. <laughs> um, I would never ever tattoo anybody, any being, anyone I know on my body again. I think that it is safe to play with semi-permanent tattoos as an experiment to see what happens. Or maybe get some like Sharpies or something, pens, draw on yourself. And I used to do that all the time, but I'm like, hmm, hmm. Let me tell y'all one other thing. Prayer is so real. I pray to God to get me into new routines and to heal and to cleanse and to reveal these things to me. And my homework is to just pray more, see more, and share more. So thank you for being here. If you like this episode, feel free to like this, share this, and I will talk to you next time. Bye. If you're enjoying these episodes, leave me a rating or a review. This way others can hear feedback of what you find valuable directly from you. It's greatly appreciated. Stay blessed. I'm so glad that you found me on your journey. I hope to catch you in next week's episode. Connect with me on Instagram or YouTube at readingsbynos.